One thing that I've always prided myself in is the ability to get the job done, regardless of what's going on in my personal life or what's going on in the kind of the world around us. I've always produced my content. When we did our TV show, I was super reliable, very consistent as far as performance level, quality of the quality of work that I did. I've always prided myself in that consistency. And I am taking solace in maintaining that consistency as we go through the as we go through the COVID pandemic. I've I see strains. I am certainly feeling a little frayed around the edges at times. Sometimes I have to give myself a little a little shake and say, you know, quit being a wimp, Dotto. You know, <laughs> we're not being asked to do too much. You're being, you're being asked to stay home and work and, and create your content. But really, the the process of staying home, doing our work, that's not what is arduous. The, the part that is wearing on me and so many of you I know is the uncertainty, the fear of what the, of what the future holds, trying to make sense of what our world is going to look like in three months, six months, nine months. There's also a, a tremendous concern about the, uh, the fracturing of social norms of how we're treating each other. Certainly we see a lot of coming together and treating each other well as we deal with the, as we deal with the local situation. But the online, the online discourse and the amount of vitriol, is that the right word for vitriol? Yeah. The amount of vitriol that we see being spewed forth in some of the social channels uh, often causes me a tremendous amount of despair. But that is not what today's podcast is all about. Today's podcast is about that being a professional, about doing the work all the time and what the key is to growing and being a successful content creator. Because at the end of the day, that's what we're teaching you here on Gray Matters is we're teaching you how to become content creators, how to, how to share your knowledge, share your wisdom, build a community, build a business, make a difference with the knowledge that you have, with the content that you can create. So today, let's have a conversation about what I consider to be the single most important thing you can do, the single most important key to success in content marketing. That is today on Gray Matters. Steve Dotto here. How the heck are you doing this fine day? Welcome to Gray Matters, the podcast for those of us in the gray zone. What is the gray zone? Primarily baby boomers and Gen X, those of us sporting a touch of gray. We're interested in finding our place in the digital age. On this podcast, we will learn about online marketing, community building, social networking, all from our perspective. The world's changing. The job market is not interested in us anymore. We're facing the prospect of a reluctant retirement, and that is not cool. We need a side hustle to take our experience and put it to work for us. We need to develop mad skills, adapt, and evolve in order to remain relevant in the digital age. I can help. This podcast can help. I'm glad you found us. An interesting uh, thing is happening for many content creators as we are caught in the throes of this pandemic, and that is we are seeing our reach, we're seeing the value of the content that we're delivering, we're seeing it uh, exploding. Um, personally, our YouTube channel has never performed better. People are watching and consuming videos on 
increasing their productivity, working from home. Specifically, we've done very well with a series of videos on Zoom, which have uh, gone, as far as I'm concerned, some of them have gone viral. But a thrill for me is the very first video we did on Zoom in this in this, in this this current season. We did it just a few, about a month ago. Uh, I recorded a, a demo with my wife. I recorded a demo with Shan uh, on using Zoom, and it's got over 400,000 views on YouTube as of the recording of this podcast. So I've turned Shannon into a little bit of a viral YouTube sensation. She's a teacher and we were teaching the, in the video, we were showing teachers how to use zoom. So it's certainly on point for what's going on in the world today, but it is interesting. And it's, it, it I do feel a little bit guilty. Uh, the fact that I'm celebrating success while so many are, so many are suffering. And that's the nature of many content creators right now is, is for our business. Things are doing very well, but yet our next door neighbors are suffering so much. So we, I think we have to be cautious and, and cognizant of that fact as we, as we enjoy our, as we enjoy some success, we have to recognize that uh, a lot of the, a lot of the reason of that success is many people are suffering and they're turning to us for some support and help, which is a good thing. But at the same time, we have to recognize the challenges that we are facing. So today I want to spend time talking about what I was, what I was referring to it off the very top of the, of the podcast. I want to talk to you about what it takes to be successful as a content marketer. And I think we all, if you are following this podcast, if you are looking to reinvent yourself, you are going to in, invest in the, the, the knowledge economy, in taking your experience, taking your expertise and using online services to share that, to grow a community, to, to deliver value. The very nature of that, I think we have to accept the fact that we are content marketers. And that's a term that I love because it means that we're taking what we know, we're taking what we understand, and we're monetizing it. But we're not just monetizing it, we're building a community around it, we're building a business around it. And uh, there's there's so many different flavors of content marketing, but there are some real hallmarks that we can cling to that are the, that are the, that are the keys to success. And that's what I'm going to talk about on today's podcast. And actually, there's one hallmark, there's, one key to success and it is it is it's it's like the it's like the ring in lord of the rings it's the one key that rules them all you probably know what it is and i'm going to tell you right after this i want to do a quick shout out to those of you who make this podcast heck to the entire dottotech platform possible and that is our community of support on patreon Patreon is a crowdfunding service. It's similar to Kickstarter, but for content creators like me. And we've got an amazing community who support us financially, making it possible for us to create this podcast, our weekly tutorials on Webinar Wednesday, our YouTube videos, pretty much everything that we create. So I'm asking you to consider supporting us. There are perks, and the perks are terrific. For our $10 a month patrons, which is the vast majority, the perks include access to our Webinar Wednesday archives, where we have over 100 tutorial webinars on productivity, online marketing, and content creation. And our latest perk is free access to our online course, Don't Retire, Rewire, which teaches baby boomers and Gen X what their online options are for reinventing themselves instead of retiring. The links are all in the show notes below or justremember.com slash dottotech. This has been an uplifting week as so many new people have stepped up and joined the community at Patreon. It, 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 just, it just makes me feel so great that so many of you, even in this difficult time, 
value the content that we're creating enough to step up and say, I, I want to join the community, Steve. We want to be part of your Patreon support. So this week, I want to welcome in Mike Patton and John Eisel, Peter Davenport and David Sharples, Mike Murray and John Stutler, who increased his pledge, Ronnie Patel and Philip Reynolds. I want to welcome Dan Light and Cora Robinson, Pierre-Louis Levesque, Pierre? Pierre-Louis Levesque, and Nancy Brown and Nancy Huffaker. Uh, Bob Wild and Bob Rosen, all new patrons, and uh, you folks, you just you just make it easy for me to come in to the office every day because I I feel the support, appreciate the support, and uh, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, thank you and welcome aboard. Okay, the single most important key to success for content marketers. The single most important key to success for content marketers is consistency. Without a doubt, that is where most of us fail. And those of us who can develop consistency, real consistency in all aspects of our business, those of us who can develop real consistency will succeed. I don't know how long it will take you to succeed. I don't know what that path is. There's so many variables that are going to come into play. But I know that if you are not consistent, you may have success, but it is going to be far more difficult. It is going to be far more, uh, far more fleeting, I would imagine. And it is not going to be something that you can rely on. You can't build a business if you are not consistent. Without a doubt, the most common breaking point, the most common point of failure for content creators is a lack of consistency, regardless of what platform you start out in you need to deliver consistently to that community. And, and when I say regardless of what platform, I mean regardless which platform. Back when we did our television show, we had we were on the air for 16 years, a long, long time in the television industry. And it's difficult to keep a show on the air that long. But one of the keys to our success for, the, for all of those years was our consistency. The fact that they knew they could trust us, they knew that we would be on the air, that we would have a new season coming up every year, that we we committed to the process, meant that our sponsors, meant that our tele, the television net executives and networks that we worked with, they all developed a degree of trust and a degree of expectation in us that we were going to be there, we were going to participate, they could rely on us to deliver what they needed when they needed, and in a at a quality that they required. That is so important. And, and that that overall model trickles down through all of our through all of our content. If you're a blogger, if you're a blogger and you write each and every week if and you post a new blog, your community is going to start to expect to see that blog being posted on whatever day it is that you blog post or whatever two days a week that you post. And here's the thing even if they aren't necessarily interested in this week's content, they might skim over it or they might skip it completely. You create the fact that you appear in their feed, that they see that you are there. You create a level of trust. You create a level of expectation and a security with your community that you are there and your voice is there. And think about think about how important that is today with so much uncertainty going on in the world. The people who are still there publishing and posting on a regular basis. You learn, you, we rely on and we lean on. There's all sorts of subtle levels of additional, of additional value to your consistency, uh, which we'll, we'll touch on as we go along. 
But all of these come together, and over time, and I don't know what that time frame is. I know people say, how long is it going to take me? And that is one of the biggest questions. I don't know how long it's going to take you to achieve success. And we might not even have the same definition of what success is. But developing that level of trust, that level of expectation, that reliance in your audience, that you are going to be there and you're consistently going to be there, I think it's the magic sauce. I think it's the single most important. I don't think. I know it is the single most important thing that you can do to build, to build and grow your business and to, do, and to have success in online marketing, in content marketing. Now, some of the subtleties, some of the subtle extra pieces of the puzzle are the fact if you consistently publish, if you are there and consistently delivering your content on schedule and your audience sees that and starts to rely on it, but they also recognize that there's an additional weight to the authority that you generate. Everybody subconsciously knows that it's difficult to do this. It's difficult to consistently be there, to always have a take on something, to always be finding value and delivering value to your community. That takes a lot of work. I mean, nobody has to tell us that. We know that because we try and do that, but your community knows that as well. And it increases the level of respect that they have for the weight of your content and the value of your content. That cannot be ignored, that there is a there is a an, an increasing return. It's like compound interest. Not only do you have more content out there, not only do you have uh, you know more subjects that you're covering, but the fact that you are showing this depth of understanding, this depth of comprehension, this incredible commitment to your community, to your product, all of that increases the overall value and increases the, I guess, increases the aura around what it is that you are creating. It's easy for me to sit here and to tell you that you need to publish consistently. And we all are going to struggle with it. We all are going to have times that it's that that we approach burnout, experience real burnout, that we have writer's block or creative block or life gets in the way. There's lots of good excuses that will come along that we can that we can spout out that we can tell ourselves or we can tell others which is why we can break consistency now recognize that consistency doesn't mean a winning streak necessarily you can take little breaks you can take little hiatuses uh, one of the products that i'm most proud of is our webinar wednesday series that we do here at dottotech where we publish almost every wednesday a in broadcast a brand new webinar but we don't do it every week we're back in the days when i could travel back in the good old days when i was on the road i would never try and do a webinar wednesday we also take breaks we would also take a, the summertime we would take the month off and we wouldn't do one and occasionally i would just say you know what this week we're not just going to do when I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed, we aren't going to do it. But we would always, we will always, when we take a week off, when we take the break for either because of necessity or because of uh, because we need to, we always tell our community what the next webinar is and we commit to that next one. I believe that's one of the reasons so many people struggle with podcasts is doing a podcast the way that I'm doing it right now, which is open-ended, where you aren't saying what the end date is, that is a tremendous amount of pressure. That's I, I probably feel more pressure right now doing this podcast than any other piece of content that I do. 
But as I was planning to do this podcast, planning the rebirth of this podcast, one of the things which I thought long and hard about was just doing seasons, is saying, you know what, we're going to do 13 episodes, and we're going to take a break, then we're going to do 13 more episodes, and we're going to take a break. And that's still a viable option. And at some point, if I start to experience some burnout within the podcast, I might look at that and say, okay, we're going to take a little break, and we're just going to call this the season. I don't think you necessarily have to have a fixed number of episodes, but recognize that you can take mental health breaks, you can take physical breaks, you can take breaks from publishing your content if you have to, as long as you're upfront about when it's coming back so your community and your audience knows. At the beginning of your venture, at the beginning of your journey, most of us are inspired, we are, we've got kind of the adrenaline of a new project, and it's very easy to create a lot of content in a fairly short period of time and to deliver right at the beginning. It's a there's a honeymoon phase for any project that we work on. But longer term, and I think those of us that are baby boomers, we recognize, we know that we are going to reach a point where it is we are no longer in that honeymoon phase and it becomes work. How do we find consistency when it becomes work, when it's not no longer the new kid on the block, when we are no longer super excited about the freshness? of what it is we are creating. And I'm just gonna give you the, I, I think that there's a few keys that will help you find that consistency and that discipline in order to keep creating. And of course, the first and most important one is setting expectations yourself. The last person you wanna disappoint is yourself. Uh, so you want to make sure you don't want to make a promise to yourself. So that personal commitment uh, that you make to yourself is is something that's going to carry you through a lot of tough days. But mechanically, the things that you can do that are really going to help is, first of all, applying a schedule, block booking. If you're going to create a podcast, if you're going to create videos, if you're going to write a blog, is blocking off the time to create that content. And also figuring out what your lead time should be. Right now, as I do this podcast, because of the way the world is, I don't like producing the podcast a week in advance or two weeks in advance because there's just too many changes going on in how I'm thinking and how we're reacting. So we're, I'm doing it pretty much just in time right now, which is not a great idea. It's not what I would recommend. But ideally, I would like to have the podcast two weeks out. I would like to have my podcast done two weeks out. I know a lot of podcasters do a full month of podcasts. They, they bulk produce all of their po podcasts for an entire month in a single day or in two days, and then they're in the can and they're ready to go. I don't like having that distance. I don't like having that uh, that time in between uh, in between creating the content. I, I like to have a little bit more consistent sitting down in front of the microphone and talking to you as opposed to just doing it once a month for a, for a, for a great period of time. But that's what you have to figure out yourself. What is my lead time and how much content do I have to have in the hopper in order to be comfortable? So scheduling and block booking to meet that schedule, to meet that publishing schedule, that's number one. And that, not number one, that's a key and that's one that we all need to really pay attention to. Another key that I believe helps me a lot, and I'm not sure if this is, this is a good practice or if it's just the way that I do things, but I look for complementary disciplines. Uh, in, in order to help me along. So what do I mean by a complementary discipline, Steve? I mean another habit that I have that creates muscle memory for the habit that I need. It's all really about creating habits, <laughs> making, making your content creation a good habit that's part of your, 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 of your roster of habits. So a complementary discipline would be I, you work out before or after. You plan and you know that you have this regular 
thing that you do. It could be exercise, it could be reading, it could be yoga, it could be listening to music, it could be going for a walk with, with your dog, but you create a bit of a ritualistic experience to the content creation process. This helped me tremendously when I was doing my television work. The fact that I had a ritual that I went through every day put me in the right mindset to do the work, but it also meant that I was always, that I knew what was coming next and my body settled into the process. And along with my body, my mind settled into the process very easily. So think about doing, you know, think about planning, knowing that you've got a workout scheduled for the end of your content creation. If it's something that you look forward to, if you look forward to working out, it's a reward at the end of the content creation cycle. So you sit down, you record your content, you write your blog post, but at three o'clock you've got a, a scheduled workout. Maybe it's a class, maybe it's a yoga class, uh, maybe it's a walk with the dog, maybe you've you've talked to your wife and you say, or husband, and we're gonna be going for a walk at 4 p.m today and you schedule a ritualistic event. And I don't mean ritualistic. I, I can see everybody thinking we're wearing hoods and we have smoky rooms. I mean that, I, but I just mean that, that you you get used to doing it on an ongoing basis and it's a package. It's part of the entire package. And it's something that you do consistently. Those habits are so powerful and they help you get into them, into the zone, both physically and mentally. And they just keep you on track. They will help you ever so much. So finding the complementary disciplines that will work best for you, that is, that is going to, that's going to help tremendously. At least it helps me tremendously. But there's another challenge that we have in creating consistent content, and that is having some backlog of inspiration for our content. Uh, writer's block is, 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 is the thing that I fear the most. And when I don't know what it is that I want to talk about and I sit down in front of the podcast microphone or I sit down in front of the video camera in order to create a YouTube video, if I don't know exactly what it is and I'm not inspired by the content, oh my gosh, it is such hard work. It is, it is, it, 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 it's like it, it's torture dragging the content out of me. And it's something that I feel bad about if I have to do, and I avoid it obviously as much as possible, but in the times that I have had to create content that I haven't been inspired and I feel I'm going through the motions because I'm serving the consistency beast, I am never proud of that content. I always have a sense of disquiet about that content and I think in the long term that content ends up hurting you. That, end, that content will end up costing you uh, with your community because you've, for lack of a better term, mailed it in and we don't want to do that. So getting an inspiration mill, getting this backlog of ideas that are ready for you that are you that that you can rely on to publish. That is crucial. So how do you do that? So each one of us I guess does things differently. So how do I do it? How do I fill my fill my content bucket so that I that I don't run into writer's blocks. Well, I use two tools for it primarily. I use Evernote for the very superficial capturing of information. I've got kind of master notes within Evernote where I jot down ideas that I think might make good content for my YouTube videos, for my webinars, for my podcasts as I capture those ideas as I see them. Uh, and and you get into a habit of whenever an idea pops up, you put it in there because that is that's the bank account of information that you're going to ultimately draw on that you need in order to create the content. And the more that you publish content consistently, the more you're going to recognize the value of those ideas, of those random thoughts that can become the, the center for one of your pieces of content. It, that is absolute gold. 
but it doesn't just live in Evernote as far as I'm concerned. What happens is, is as soon as an idea starts to germinate, if it looks like it's a good idea and I can see that there's real potential for it, I take that idea and I move it into Asana, which is our project manager. And I create a, I create a note with it in Asana and I put it in a, in a column. We have like a Kanban board of different ideas. And I've got an ideas column that's next to our production column in Asana where I write down the ideas that I have for different for different pieces of content and each one is in its individual project so podcast has a has its own has its own project uh, the, uh, the featured videos on YouTube have their own project the webinar Wednesday has its own has its own project and each one of those has a column which is my ideas and that's the and that's the that's the well that I draw on for ideas and it isn't that I sit down and I take one idea and I take it from beginning to end in a contiguous process. But instead, I every week I'm constantly looking at that board and I'm opening those different documents up and I'm looking at the information that I have in there and I'm doing a little bit of research and I'm pulling a little bit more information in and I'm role playing in my mind whether or not this is ready for prime time. I'm not sure this is the most efficient way to do things. It might be far more efficient to just pick a topic. A lot of people do it just by doing research. They go online and they search out a topic that they know is going to resonate well. They do, they use science and they, they use analytics and they say, this is what the world is interested in. I'm going to create content on this topic and they research it and they do a story on it. That is a great way to do things. I don't do, th do mine that way. I don't do it that way. Mine is a far more iterative process where I, over time, an idea in a video or a podcast evolves to the point that it's ready for me to record. And at that point there, I'm very comfortable with the value of the content. I've thought about it from multiple angles. I've often talked about it in some other property. If I'm doing a live stream, I might've brought up a couple of the points and tested them out to see how they land or mentioned them as, you know, in the warm up for one of our webinars. I've talked to my friends about them. I've basically tested out some of the content and some of the angles that I think are valuable for my community. And so I'm ready to go. By the time I'm ready to record one of these, I've already role played it multiple times in my head. I've spent a lot of time thinking about things like the title for the content. I've spent shower time. You know, you're in the shower and I've done the intro, I've done the extra, I've hit on a couple of the main key points, but I've basically workshopped it myself over a period of time. And how long does that take? Sometimes some of these ideas could sit in the in, in the idea book column for months and some of them will never get done because they're just good ideas, but I'm just not moved to do them. Other ones I put in the idea column and within the week, they've, they've just stayed at the top. They've stayed top of mind. They're the right one to do and I publish it. That's what happened with the Zoom videos. We had an idea that we wanted to do something on Zoom for teachers very early on in the, as we recognized that more teachers would probably be having to educate from home uh, and they probably didn't have the skill set. And so we did a video on it and it just was the right time. The idea came up and it evolved and it was, it was the right content for the right time. So I don't put any expectations on it, but the more ideas that I have in the idea column and the more of them that I can look at and say to myself, oh, I could see myself doing that one. I like that idea. I like that idea. The more of that that I have in place, the more relaxed I am <laughs> because I know that I can serve one of the most important aspects in my business and the most important aspect in content creation is I know that I will be able to be consistent because I have the content that I'm ready to publish.
Have you visited our Facebook group yet? It's uh, the Gray Matters Facebook group. There'll be a link down below in the show notes. Uh, but if you haven't yet visited us, please drop by and visit. And let me know how you stay on point. How do you consistently create your content? What are the secrets to success for you? I would love to hear your thoughts and suggestions. Maybe you've got some good ideas that I can start to incorporate. It is, sometimes it is hard work. I will not lie. Sometimes this is hard work. It's not always easy. But the rewards for being consistent are profound. You will have success in your content marketing business if you are consistent. It is just a matter of when, not if. I hope you've enjoyed this week's podcast. Please give us a review if you are so inclined on your podcast platform of choice. If you've not yet subscribed, make sure that you do subscribe. And we will see you next time right here for more Gray Matters. Till then, I'm Steve Dotto. Have fun storming a castle.